Are you guys ready for some nibbles, as the Belgium <laughs> people some call nibbles. it? <laughs> That's some nibbles. Some nibbles. Uh, it, it was, this is yeah. another Belgian-style beer. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft-beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Happy New Year, and welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm still old Brian. <laughs> I haven't made any changes in my life. Not yet. <laughs> we're going to work on that. Yeah, we're going to get to that. And I'm Ashley, your, your Dolan. Once again, Ashley is joining us because Dolan is sick. So. Come on, man. You need to up that vitamin C. I know. What's going on? I don't know. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't even have kids. You think, okay, if you have kids, right, you get everything your kid gets and that type of that thing, That is right? true. I have that <laughs> issue Dolan, going on right now. Dolan doesn't have kids. What's, nope. what's happening here? He's just out having a good time. I guess so. Meeting people and shaking hands and, you know. <laughs> Kissing babies? They do that, too. That could be what's happening. That. Yep. That could mm. be the problem. So, Brian, introduce us to this beer. So, uh, oh, yeah. it's a big old bomber. So, in the, in the tradition of New Year's, yep, you you couldn't have brought a bigger bottle, probably. Well, I mean, you could have. I could have got a Magnum. Mm, yep. Those are the big boys. That's a big bottle, though. It is. So, kind of off of last week's episode, this was a Christmas gift to me. Okay. Uh, four years ago. Oh wow! So it's a 2018 vintage. Wild series from oh, blacklist you can smell it you can instantly smell it so it's gonna be kind of funky yep it's oh. got a lot of bread mm-hmm. bread of mm-hmm. you know it's that uh, delicious strain of yeast that's infected on purpose mm-hmm. and uh, it's gonna give some funk and that's that's what we're doing here <laughs> i have uh through, through my friend scott strain i have learned all about like infection can happen anywhere in the process right yeah even if you use the same canning line yeah. It can happen in the process. Infection can happen. Uh-huh. So you could you could be canning your IPA, and then all of a sudden it's infected and or whatever. So you want it in some, and you don't want it yeah. in others. Yeah. Mm. If if you want it on purpose, then that's great. You don't want it otherwise. You don't. Yeah. No. Nope. But this is a, a beer from from Blacklist out of Duluth, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a series. They make a bunch of different series of beers. Yep. Um, from what I could tell in my research, they they do a lot of stuff there. And uh, this is one I haven't had. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've never had any of their beers, uh, but I thought this would be a fun one to do, to do. I thought it was fun. So I had emailed, uh, I messaged Brian this morning through Teams, and I said, hey, is this it? And I sent him the link to the uh, website. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, and that website, cool. And I, the first thing I saw was when you, you know, every beer website, every brewery website website you go to, it'll pop up and say, are you 21? And you have mm-hmm. to say yes or no, right? And if you, if you say no, it may do something fun, or it may say, okay, you can't come in, mm-hmm. or whatever. You say yes, it you in this one actually says do you want to get blacklisted and then the yes button is i'm 21 and the no button is no yeah so hmm. it took me saying like do i want to get blacklisted yeah. yes and I then do. that's the correct that's answer that's how you get in that's the correct answer see blacklisting i mean you know with that term at least while i'm familiar Gen- with it is from like 
the movies. It's generally bad. Yeah. Right? It's like you you might have been a, a, a commie yes. or a sympathizer. <laughs> yeah. And you went on McCarthy's blacklist and yeah. maybe you couldn't work again. And that's yep. just how it was. Yep. Uh, I don't think that has anything to do with the brewery. I don't, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. There's not secretly communists there, or maybe... Maybe know. they're out and loud about it. I don't know. I don't know. But okay. this, this beer is a golden. So it's a like a golden ale. So almost like a, a spotted cow is a golden mm-hmm. style. So it's this, but it's infected on purpose. But it's we'll a say. soured. It's a funk. It's got funked. Yeah. So it's aged in some barrels, and it's funky. I don't think I've ever had a golden that's been soured before. Yeah. And it's not going to be sour like, ooh sour like pucker lemons mm-hmm. it's just gonna be like wow that's weird that is weird yeah right never had a beer like that on this episode, on this show i don't think there's something going okay i'll talk for a second there's something going on take a drink of this there's something going on when you breathe out and it's not like it's in the <laughs> back of your throat it's like in your nose right okay. i don't know if i've ever experienced what that what is that that's the Brett. That's the funk. Is yeah. That, yeah, but it's a flavor. It's a it's a yeah. fruit almost. The way well, you were describing it, I was like ready for it to be mm. not good, but it's pretty tasty, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a lot <laughs> you of times you're confused. He's just trying to pinpoint that flavor. Just trying to figure out that flavor. Well, read I don't the bottle. Know what that Does flavor it say? Is. I almost don't want to know. I almost okay. want to just like oh, figure, figure it out for the first I, time. It's not really going to tell us. Here, okay. Here's no. what it says: to be considered a wild. Beer, mm-hmm. a beer must flirt with the yeast devil himself, Brett Amiases. Flirt. Tamed by a brewer with a proper constitution, Brett can create a wonderfully complex, well-attuned masterpiece. Funky and crisp, for those willing to dance with our devil, this two-step will not disappoint. I love mm. that description. That's, <laughs> so that's what you get. Fantastic description. And it's got a nice little foil label. It's got a foil Minnesota right at the top oh, yeah, there. Right there. So you can yep. know where it's coming from. This is something that was brought from Minnesota to me. Um, this isn't something we can get here, so it's not like we can go grab that anywhere else. Mm. I want to. I want to pinpoint that flavor. I'm keep. I'll just. Yeah. It'll come to me. It'll mm-hmm. come to me. All right. Well, the thing I liked most about their video or the website was mm-hmm. the drone video at the beginning. Yes. Like mm-hmm. it literally was outside and then it went inside and it went like right. There was a guy pouring a beer and he just like put his arm by and it went right past yep. him. Then it went all around the brewery, went yep. upstairs outside on their patio. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 100% Lake Superior water is what they use. Okay. I, I saw that too. Yeah. There's your funk. Just kidding. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's their claim. One of the claims to fame. So they bring it in, they purify it, they do what yeah. they got to do, right? Just or like whatever. Uh, aquifer water, yeah, I, I guess. Throw a carp get. in it. Mm. Throw a carp in the bathtub. <laughs> Christmas time. Thanks. Thanks. Callbacks there. there I like go. that. Um, they were the first one in Minnesota to do this, to make this, that style, I guess, to use that that water system okay and they were also the first in minnesota to make craft seltzers really so they jumped on it early like some places did Mm -hmm. you know before it was everywhere uh and some of the flavors that they have are blackberry rhubarb which i'd be i like Mm. try that i love Mm -hmm. rhubarb Mm -hmm. here's one you might like raspberry boom Mm -hmm. hibiscus kill shot is the name of one of theirs Mm. hibiscus kill yeah so hibiscus you know, it's pretty good. Boulevard makes a hibiscus beer every they year. They do, and it's fantastic. It's got that cool pink color that mm-hmm. always looks nice. Yep. 
Uh, and then blueberry basil. I enjoy some blueberries too. Yeah. The basil would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know how that would go. Be, you'd, be, you'd be surprised. Yeah. yeah. You'd be surprised how it interacts. It's, yeah. Very aromatic. Mm-hmm. So hmm. um, they also make a hard root beer. Remember when that was a thing? That was, yeah. Like dads. Remember that? Yeah. That was a, kind of a craze. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, here's something most places can't do, unless you're in Colorado. Okay. They have a cranberry lime seltzer. Cranberry has, lime seltzer. Okay. That yes, has yes. THC and CBD. Whoa. Because in Minnesota, that's okay. Yeah. And it's in cans only. It's not a draft situation. So you can buy it in a can and go on out and enjoy your wow. alcohol and your marijuana. There's alcohol and THC Yeah, in together. It? Yeah. They make those in Colorado. What? Not even California will allow that. So yeah. that's interesting. Huh. That's what I thought. And that's the only kind they have. Just one. Cranberry lime. Uh-huh. I wonder why. I mean, it's a flavor combination. I mean, that's... I love cranberry hmm. and lime. I love cranberry and cherry. I love... Or, I'm sorry. Lime and cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, like, it's like a limeade, kind of, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. But Sonic or whatever. And then you, <laughs> then you, you sprinkle, sprinkle your some, buds. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it takes. <laughs> um, they have... A beer called the Blacklist Bloody Beer. Okay. Which is exactly what it's... Like a Bloody Mary beer. Yeah, but it's 4.3%. Really? Hmm. They have... Too bad. Sorry, Dolan. Kind of a big deal. 4.3%. Oh, pickle beer. Pickle yeah. beer. He'd yeah. be all over that. Yeah. They have the Duluth Golden, which is what this is. Okay. Except just straight, so without the funk. Huh. That one's 4%. So we're talking low ABVs. Mm. Normally, I like high ABVs. But, Not like last week. But these are four. Okay. Um, they have a, they just call it Dark Imperial Stout, 8%. Um, they have a, this is the one I wrote down just because I'd never seen this combination before. Okay. Imperial Cocoa Hefeweizen. Oh, whoa. Which I guess when you maybe think about it, chocolate and bananas, kind of sounds like it would go with and some bread maybe. and everything else. Yeah, I think that'd so be like fine. So like chocolate banana bread maybe is what you're getting at? That's a Hefeweizen I might drink. 8.1%. I would definitely drink it. Okay, I'm, yeah. Yep. And then here's one I would drink. Okay. Spruce Imperial IPA. Whoa. Hmm. Okay. So we got a double IPA. So we're already up in the nines. Yeah. And then they add spruce tips, which are very aromatic and piney and uh, kind of bitter. Yep. Um, punches it up to 9.5%. Wow. And it says, it starts out when you first drink it, it's citrusy. And then at the end, it kind of finishes pine and resin. Whoa. Like that sort of flavor combination that definitely sounds like your kind of beer yeah so they sure. take a piney beer and make it even more piney yes. so if you're not into don't drink that, that kind one. of beer don't yeah, yeah that's not your you're first. not accidentally ordering that one <laughs> no because <laughs> no. it, it is what it says it is like right in the label yeah. so yeah um i checked out their store of course i had to do that right yeah nice 10 tackers they were pretty cool oh nice canvas art prints so Ooh. but it was like I don't know if mathematic is the right way or scientific, but it was like illustrations or drawings of like, here's how we make beer. Oh. And it was like, like what you would see, like if you're uh, asking for a patent, you know what I mean? Like that sort of oh, design. Yeah. With all the numbers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the, the well, schematic. Figure, yeah, it's yep. schematic. That's exactly right. Yeah. So they had prints of different, three different ones, I think, of different oh. beer things or whatever. Um, and they were, they were pretty cool. Like even if you're not a beer person, uh, it was like a neat, minimalist design i thought it was nice okay and they had a really cool steel growler 64 ounce oh wow i don't know if minnesota is one of those places that will let you fill up other growlers you know like because we can't do that here no not anymore uh like 
other breweries, you know what I mean? Like, because some states you can take anything in there and they'll just fill it and up. And they'll for fill you. it up. Yeah, and in Nebraska right. it had to be no, the same not one. Us. And no. That always bummed me out. Yeah. Bretomyces, right? Are we mm-hmm. ready? It's a British fungus. Have we ever talked about bread? I don't think, I don't think so. we have. We might have had it in a beer. Okay. But I went a little little darker on this one. Okay. Deep dive. We're in the cave right here. Right. Um, it's a British fungus, like I said. It is important as yeast is to the beer process back in the 16th and 17th centuries. Hmm. Really? So in Germany, in England, this was what you were drinking. This style, this funky flavor was was happening, and that's what everybody was liking. Really? And then, like, when we get to the 1800s, and especially in England, you get those darker, heavier beers. Yeah. Um, roasty malts and that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but before that, this was, like, the common flavor. This is what your beer was kind of tasting like, which I think is interesting. That's, that is weird. Here's what it's good for. Saisons, mm-hmm. Lambics. In American sour beers. That's right off the Brett website I found. Okay. So not everywhere is using it, but Americans really like to make sours, and we like them with the with the Brett funk. Um, here's the description. So I said some nice descriptors earlier about Brett. Mm-hmm. This is uh, some other ones. Some not so nice? So maybe drink their, your drink, and then I'll tell you what mm. some other people say it tastes like. Mm-hmm. Uh, barnyard. Horsey. Wet dog, <laughs> metallic, band-aid, <laughs> and last but not least, fecal. Now, okay, first of all, if you know what fecal tastes like, yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, band-aid, I could definitely get some plastic, some of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I could definitely get that. Mm-hmm. Band-aid. That, yeah. I've Sucking never on a band-aid. chewed on a wet dog, so I don't no, know what that No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Smelled my share of wet dogs. But, yes. Yeah. So this is a cousin to yeast. It's from the same family, but it's off the tree a little bit. Do they have yeast? Does it have yeast properties? Yes. Okay. And this is why it's used kind of in the same way. So it eats sugar, it, like that type of, it creates mm-hmm. alcohol. Okay. It okay. kind of split off from the, from the yeast tree. They can pinpoint it 200 million years ago. How do they know that? I don't know. How do you know that? Science. Magic. How do magnets work? I don't know. <laughs> Science. Don't know. Um, it was first isolated by somebody in the brewing community. Guess where? Where? Guinness. Smart. 1889. Yeah. Hmm. They're in the, under the microscope looking at some plates, you know, and they're, they're like, like, hey, what's this? Wait a minute. Huh. And then they kind of forgot about it. And then 10 years ago, later, 1899, yeah. they're like, oh, I rediscovered this. Yeah. And now we're going to use it or not use it on purpose. And that's how it happened. Did they, okay, oh, that'd be inter- That'd be an interesting story. Like they, oh, what's wrong with this? What's wrong uh-huh. with this batch of right. beer? Oh, what's that weird thing? That's not supposed to be there. It doesn't Dump look it. like these others. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Whatever. So that's how that worked out. Now the natural habitat. So where you're going to find this out in nature mm-hmm. and why it kind of pairs with this style of beer. Because like, you know, we've talked about before with Saison's especially or farmhouse beers. Mm-hmm. They used to just be an open vat out in the barnyard basically and yes. anything would float into it and that's how you got your flavor. Yep. So that's really what this comes down to. True story. Birds, <laughs> bird poo, Ooh. leaves, mm. sticks, just, dirt. Yeah, anything. Just, and they skim it off the top and then yep. 
And that's what you have. You got your flavors of your beer, and that's why yep. different regions taste different. Okay. Um, the skins of cider apples. So specifically cider apples. Hmm. This is where this thing lives on. And grapes. Okay. Which I guess is probably why it pairs, and it's good with dry-ish style beers. Hmm. Because those things usually are made with, you know, dry wine, and apple cider is usually pretty dry. Okay. Uh, it's spread via bees. So they land on these things. Oh, of course. Grabs up on their oh. cute little butts. Mm-hmm. And they fly off to something else and they drop it off there and yep. it oh, infected everything. Yep. Thanks a lot. Mm. Uh, it's sometimes in wood uh, barrels, shelving. Anything that's wood in a brewery can be infected with this. It loves wood. It likes to stick to it. And yeah. Weird. Okay. So mm. I'm guessing, well, because like when I think about breweries, I just randomly think of cross train because that's the first one i think of because it's the closest to my house of course and they have all those barrels yes but for the most part most breweries at least in the united states shelving and stuff is metal the Not, shelving is metal the barrels are generally uh, up uh, off of it almost yes, they're lifted off or yeah. they're in like some sort of casing off to the side maybe yeah. sometimes so it's yeah so they're i guess they're probably trying to like just minimize the, the risk of that mm-hmm. but i've seen some in europe before like on tv and things where it's just on Looks like a 200-year-old wooden shelf. The beers yep. are sitting there. And it's yep. like, ooh, that's, that could be dangerous. So <laughs> so infected with brettomycin. Yes. You know. And uh, it's sensitive to UV light. So mm. that's how you can kill it. Mm. Just some UV in it. Dies. Yeah, and it's okay. gone. Okay. Uh, when it's mixed with oxygen and alcohol, it makes acetic acid. Which, which explains the flavor exactly. and the, the funk. Yeah. So that one... Otherwise, it doesn't have that property, but when it combines with those things, then it steps up and becomes its real persona. This might be one of the most science-y like, episodes we've ever done. Thank God I'm done with it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just <laughs> soaking this all in. I don't really have any feedback. <laughs> well, as, as someone who, like, okay, so on my beer journey, like, sours were very early, and I mm-hmm. still love sours quite a bit. So if I go to a brewery and they have a sour on, I would definitely try it, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. So, but... I, I have shied away from the wild just because sometimes my belly don't like it so much. Yeah. Right. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's Brett or whatever that is. I don't know. But Could be just the acid I, part of it. Maybe. Do you have heartburn a lot? Absolutely. That's probably why. Yeah. Your just body's like, this is acidic and I don't like it. It doesn't. And... Here's the thing. I don't want to get too graphic. It doesn't oh. like it the other way. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to be driving anywhere. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, let's have a bunch of these beers and then let's go for a drive in the mountains. <laughs> Bad idea. Yeah. So no sours for be you. No, prepared. no. I'll <laughs> just have your lager and then we'll go. Darn. Yeah. I'll crowler that and take Take it with there me. There you go. And when we yeah. get to the condo, <laughs> we'll go. crack it open. And then we'll have it. All right. So mm-hmm. I thought, oh boy, what are we going to do for research? Okay. I knew you were going to do something. Yeah. I'm doing something totally different. Love it. Because this comes from Duluth. Duluth. Minnesota. So, okay, yeah. Guess what else is from Duluth? Duluth Trading Company. Boots. Yes, but no. That, that's where um, I buy my all my underwear. If you're not wearing oh, Duluth underwear, you're the best underwear for dudes in the world. <laughs> where, I, yeah, I have some. Yes. You're, you, yes. Uh, that's usually a birthday gift I get mm. from my wife. Yep. Uh, yeah, they're so Sorry, comfy. Ashley. I'm they're so, so sorry. Comfy. I'm so no, sorry. They, they really are like super uh, comfortable. They never bunch up. I, I don't even know. I can't talk. Do they have good socks? Too? Uh, yeah. They, just... they do. They do. Okay. They have great uh, shorts, like like work shorts. Mm-hmm. Like in the fire, they're, com- they're called fire hose. So yeah. they're almost like um, 
like uh, firefighter pants kind mm. of, but it's thinner and the shorts, they last forever. Like my first pair of shorts I ever bought from Duluth finally just wore out. Now, if they wear out, it's like you get a tear, you can take them in. Yeah. And they'll just fix them for you? They'll give you another pair. Oh, I thought there was some, <laughs> like, somebody in the back with a sewing And they'll kit. be like, nope, here you go, have another pair. Well, that's so, nice. Their stuff's expensive, I think. Yep. But totally worth it. Yeah, there's totally a reason. Worth it lasts it. forever. And it's so good. Yeah. yeah. I love that store. All right. What's your Duluth? Music. Duluth is known for music. Are you serious? Yes. Guess hmm. who's from there? Okay. We're going to get into it. This guy named Bob Dylan. He's from around that area. Never heard of him. Never. Uh, <laughs> Richard Zimmerman. You know him from that name? That's his real oh. name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this, I would call him local only because he's played in Omaha a lot. Okay. His name's David Dundero. He's a singer-songwriter guy. He's, he's phenomenal. Okay. Uh, this band was in the news lately. Okay. They're called Low. You know Low? I've heard of them, yes. So mm-hmm. they're drummer and singer. They're, it's a two-piece group. She just died re- like last week from cancer, I believe. So oh, no. they were in the news for that reason, but they're from there. Yeah. This band uh, called Social Animals. My friend John again, he turned me on to them. They're amazing. And finally, who we're really going to get into tonight is Trampled by Turtles. You've talked about these guys a few times. Yes. Yeah. And Gary loves that name for yep. the band. <laughs> and they are, I guess, bluegrass? I guess uh, is is maybe the big umbrella they would fall underneath. Uh, country adjacent. Uh, <laughs> I have quotes written for progressive bluegrass. Okay, and yeah. punk bluegrass. What? Now, yes. Here's here's one that I thought of the other day, and it's not anywhere that I can find. Maybe I read it and I just mm-hmm. internalized it. Why don't they call it new grass? Ooh. Like new metal? Well, come on, so that's just N-U right there. Yes, with the instead umat. of N E W. Yes. Why not? It's right there. Do you say Umont? Is yeah, the Umlot. Yeah. Umlot. Umlot. Yeah. yeah. It's like Motorhead. Mm. <laughs> Trademark. Boom. There you go. In the winter. In the sacred lawn. I'm just saying. Okay. So, Trampled by Turtles. I like them. I've seen them probably five or six times. Yeah. Um, they've been around for quite a while. The one thing I'm going to talk about today is they have an album called Duluth. Okay. Of course. Came out on October 30th, 2008, and it was their fourth album. Okay. So we're talking... That's a lot of years ago. Yeah. 14. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. are um, high energy performers. Okay. Each one of the people, like a real bluegrass band, is a master at their instrument. We got a mandolin. We got a banjo. We got a, usually a stand-up bass or something like that, mm-hmm. a fiddle player, an acoustic guitar, and a dude they can sing. A nice drummer, and that's how it goes. That's the band. That's the style. Okay. Um, the lead singer, his name is Dave Simonette. He's from this area. Um, he has a couple other bands. He does some solo stuff. He's he's one of those people that just has to make music, right? So no matter what it's with or who, he's just putting out songs into the world. Okay. He has a side project called Dead Man Winter. That's really good. Hmm. And then he has some that is just Dave Simonette. So if you're looking for him, um, like any good new grass band or bluegrass band they have some instrumentals okay so no singing it means if you're into that sort of thing all right um the title track 
album titles. Duluth has 9 million plays on Spotify. Um, it's kind of the biggest song on the album, probably why I got the title. Cool picture of the album cover. It's kind of like a tree that has lost its leaves. It's kind of sepia-toned. Remember, mm-hmm. that was like a mm-hmm. craze for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, other songs on it are Empire, November, Darkness and the Light, which I really enjoy, and then Shenandoah, which is a traditional, they call that a traditional song. So when it's something that maybe they can't pinpoint who wrote it, it's an old song. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's been passed down from, you know, 100 years. They'll give it the traditional Oh. And anybody can pretty much record it, and they don't have any like rights. They don't have to pay any, rights yeah. to anybody for it because nobody can prove who actually sure. wrote it down. Yeah, hmm. but that one's got three point seven plays. Um, for about four years later, three and a half years after the album came out, they did put a vinyl, and they just did a. I think I saw something in the news. They're going to do something for the fifteenth anniversary. Wow. Um, but these guys are a lot of fun and hopefully maybe we can drop a little something of them in here. Mm. Um, but it's a band that I, I really enjoy. They tour a lot. Their most recent album was produced by Jeff Tweedy from Wilco. So if you're into that sort of stuff, mm. yep. um, it's Wilco ish with their same style and instrumentation. It's, it's pretty good stuff. Came out, uh, two months ago. Interesting. So that's that's what I got. They're Duluth, from Duluth. Min- Duluth, Minnesota. Who knew? I mean, Minnesota I, really is. We've talked about them before. We, uh, many times. With uh, like St. Paul, Minneapolis mm-hmm. with like Prince and Prince and, and Paisley Park and yeah, yeah. Even it's, Lizzo has yeah. moved from Houston to Minneapolis. To Where was music. the, uh, I, I don't, I, man, I hope this is the same place. Where was the uh, Pachyderm Studios? Oh, that was out Wisconsin. Oh, uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. They're right by there. So oh, yeah. Okay. Close. It was close. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Semi-Sonic also from. From Duluth, Minnesota. From Minnesota. I thought I'd go a different route for you today. Okay. Uh, much like last week, I wanted to. How do different? So we're right on New Year's. Uh, how, how do different countries? celebrate new year's okay so obviously here we'd watch the ball drop right we go yeah. to, we go to we go to times square it used to be dick clark remember that used that to was be a big thing yeah isn't it still clark called dick clark's rock and eve yeah. even though i mean he's dead and I it's, think, or whatever it's just, yeah i think so it's famous because of dick clark yes right so we watch the ball drop how do other countries celebrate new year's so brazil we'll go to brazil first okay they'll go to the beach hell yeah because why wouldn't you well yeah they're most of the yeah they got the whole eastern side of the it's a big country, too. Right. It's a lot of beach. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beaches there. Yeah. Uh, the tradition of going to the beach is rooted in paying homage to Yamanja, Y-E-M-A-N-J-A, the goddess of water. Before you get in the water, you're supposed to wear all white to symbolize purity. Hmm. So going into the new year, you want to be pure? Oh, right? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, you mentioned grapes before. Yeah. In Spain, uh, you eat 12 grapes. Not 13. 12. Just 12. Well, there's 12 months in a year. I guess. There yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, so the, the Spanish start off their new year by eating 12 grapes, which symbolizes each strike of the clock. So 12. Oh. So the tradition of las doce uvas de la suerte. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's, yeah, I that's good. Sounded okay. good. You did good. Yeah, yeah. Started with the late 19th century and uh, is believed to ward off evil by boosting your chances of a prosperous and lucky new year. Hmm. Okay. Who knows? I'm going to eat Can't some grapes. Yeah. 12 grapes. Yeah. Uh, India. Oh, okay. In India, you uh, you build an effigy of an old man and you burn it. 
Yeah, Father Time. Right? Yeah. That's it. I like so, that. You, yeah, you just, and however you burn it is how you do it. Or, but your family would gather around. They sing Auld Lang Syne and uh, they burn really? they burn the effigy of the old huh. man. Hmm. Yeah. Japan. So in Japan, you get KFC for Christmas, That's right? right? Yeah. Uh, they got Popeyes yeah. for New Year's? <laughs> no, no. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be sweet. You eat soba noodles. Oh, they I have like, soba yeah. noodles. Yakisoba. Yeah. That's good so stuff, too. The tradition dates back to the Kamaraku period. I apologize. That's Jap- like hundred years friends. ago. Yeah. Hundreds. I, and it's tied to a Buddhist temple that gives out, that would give out noodles to the poor. Oh, and okay. so that's, they would, uh, they symbolize that as a breakaway from the, uh, from the old year. Okay. So, so they're that. starting, yeah, I guess renewal and starting fresh is a, is the theme. Is a thing. Yeah. Not as exciting as KFC, no, but it's no, all right. Not nearly as exciting. I love, I do love a new, a good, like noodle. A noodle dish is <laughs> no, good. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> In France, uh, feasting with champagne. What? Yeah. Imagine that the French are Didn't drinking. Didn't see that coming. No. Uh, while the notion of drinking wine in France is about as groundbreaking as the florals for spring, is <laughs> their joke, not uh-huh. mine, mm-hmm. the French up the ante and go all out with champagne to celebrate the new year. There's usually plenty of dancing and party hopping, uh, but this gathering is likely to be virtual during the pandemic, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Food choices, however, remain the same. Sparkling wines paired with oysters, turkey, goose, or a Cornish hen. Oh. Mm-hmm. Those are fun because they're... That's They're usually small. what you get when you go to like uh, medieval times. Mm-hmm. There's like, not a whole lot of meat to those things. No, though. they're no. small. It's yeah. a small one. Yeah. A lot you can of buy these them. places like their fancy proteins. Meanwhile, we're here with like hot dogs or yeah. Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't say escargot. <laughs> no, I thought it was should have been on there. Or Cheetos, yeah. oysters. I mean, I guess flaming hot Cheetos, flaming hot escargot. That's a thing we Whoa. can make. I was just in Nashville, and uh, did you have a hot chicken? Uh, I had the hot chicken. Yes, yeah. yeah. It was, and it was different down there. It was weird. It was more dry. There were ours is like wet. Oh yeah. Usually theirs is more. It, it's more dry, but hmm. it's definitely hot. Uh, but there was a place that I went to that you could get a. There was a hot dog. It was like the Nashville hot dog. So okay. it, was a, it was a regular hot dog with chili and cheese and whatever. Mm, yeah. Uh, but if you want it Nashville style, then they smash up flaming Hot Cheetos and they throw it on top for you. I didn't know this was a Nashville thing. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't yeah, either. Flamin', everything's hot. They All called right. it that. It was a brewery we went to. They called it that. I don't know. That is the thing. It, and was it. it good? It was fantastic. They've had yeah. sushi with um, crumbled up or... Cr- crushed flaming hot cheetos have you ever had that no like hy makes it okay we're getting no. way off topic <laughs> uh one time i did a pork loin and i took some flaming hot cheetos and i put it in uh my grinder yeah and then i used that for a crust on the outside yeah. i made like a pork tenderloin out of Holy crispy cheetos yes. and yes. spicy yes also good huh? oh so good it was mm. so good delicious wow in haiti they have a soup called ju oh my gosh j-o-u-m-o-u jomu jomu okay jomu? Uh, it's a pumpkin soup, and it's a delicacy there. Now it goes; it dates all the way back to it, the Haitian Independence Day, uh, because that that's a delicacy served to the enslaved black people that were not allowed to celebrate. So they were given this pumpkin soup oh, or okay. whatever. So they kind of took it in as like this they is took our, it back, and they're like, "This, this, is, this thing. is our thing. This is yeah. This is hmm. what our ancestors pumpkin ate. Soup. Pumpkin soup." I, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, yeah. I guess it, I was gonna say pumpkins would almost be out of season, but that's here, not there. So yeah. they'd yeah. probably last a lot longer. Who knows? Uh, in Denmark, you throw old plates and smash them. 
Ooh, it's like okay. popa, like Greece. Yeah, like that or whatever. <laughs> it's a tradition that more broken kitchenware, the more broken kitchenware you accumulate on your doorstep, the better off you'll be. What? So you go to your friend's house and smash plates on their door. And if you have a whole big pile, then yeah. that's how... That's... I win. I have nothing to eat off of. Yeah. <laughs> Got to go to the store and start new again. Buy more sure. plates. Uh, in Canada, you go ice fishing. I because, mean, you do that every day. I mean, it's Canada. Yeah. So yeah. It's cold. And you have a Molson and there you go. Is it carp fishing? Uh, but you could, right? I mean, I Put bet there's in the tub. Yeah, I bet there's some trout up Drinking there. Drinking maple syrup yeah. with a straw. Mm. Oh, uh, yep, fancy. Yep. Uh, the Philippines. You're served. You're served. You're served. served twelve rounds of fruit. Now, if twelve. I had twelve rounds of fruit, I'd have the same problem as if I drank too much of the bread, <laughs> beer, or whatever. But yeah, on New Year's Eve, families in the Philippines make sure to serve twelve rounds of fruit, like apples, grapes, and plums, which are believed to represent prosperity due to their shape, which mirrors coins. So okay. round yeah. fruits, mirrors coins, or whatever. Okay. So you eat twelve rounds, twelve servings of fruit. Good lord, that's also a lot of very fruit. fibrous. Fruits. Very fibrous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. Uh, again, Mexico, right? We're gonna go parties. Serve. Yeah, well, close. Oh. You, homemade tamales. That's okay. a party. Yeah. Yeah. You go eat homemade tamales, uh, stuffed with meat, cheese, veggies, corn, uh, an egg. There was all kinds of different tamales. Are you a tamale fan? I do. I love do, tamales. You know, yeah. I'm not a big masa fan, so uh, I can I have it. it. It's yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. That's for you. Greece. Uh, you hang an onion outside your door. Not only are onions a kitchen staple, they bring you good luck for the new year. In Greece, it's a tradition to hang an onion outside your door, believed to symbolize fertility and growth. The onion is hung on the door after church service on New Year's Day. I wonder what kind of onion. White? Uh, probably yellow. White, probably. Red I don't onion. know. That's interesting. Yeah, didn't really say. Hmm. Uh, Colombia, you place three potatoes under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what a waste of potatoes. On uh, New Year's Eve, Colombian households have a tradition called Aguero, A-G-U, umlaut, uh-huh. E-R-O, Aguero, of placing three potatoes under each family member's bed. One peeled, one not, and the last one partially. At midnight, each person grabs for, with, for one with eyes closed, and depending on the potato they select, oh, no. can either expect a good year of fortune, a financial struggle, or both. So it's a tarot card reading with potatoes. With potatoes. <laughs> Couldn't you just feel it was like wet like, and gross? This was like, slimy. I want, I want the, the dry one. Yeah. Yay, fortune. Hmm. I don't know. And the other ones you forget about, they get rotten. Uh, and then what? where hmm. Where do they go on Christmas to they the go bad in, children? They That's go into right. the shoes of the bad kids <laughs> in Iceland or wherever from yeah. last week. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, two more. Ireland, you bang bread against the wall. So you take baguettes and you bang it against the wall to e- ward off evil spirits. That's a, I mean, I would assume the potato would have been there. Well, you would think so. Yeah. I don't think you but joke about bread. potato famine in Ireland. Potato bread. You ever had that? I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's potato yeah. bread. Mm. Potato vodka. Have you ever had that? Delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fermented so. potatoes. Fantastic. Mm. Yep. If kids were smart, they'd be mm. naughty on purpose and mm. get those potatoes already head start. Yep. There you go. Ferment them the rest of the way. Yeah. You'll have a good February at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and then Norway and Denmark, you eat a tower of cake. Hell you do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cake? Doesn't say. Just, just, just cake. cake. Mm. It's called Kranzla cake. A traditional ringed cake made with at least 18 layers is eaten in Denmark, Norway, and other countries uh, on New Year's Eve. Sugary layers, which look like cookies, are held together with a tasty royal icing. Mm. I thought that we had bad 
<laughs> eating habits here. They eat 18 layered cakes. 18 layered cakes. Sounds good. Yeah. There you go. All right. I mean, some people in the United States on New Year's Eve like to go out and shoot their handguns in the sky. Mm-hmm. That happens. If That's a deal. In the South, maybe, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Or shoot fireworks. Or fireworks. Yeah. Sure. We have fireworks. Yeah. That's a thing in Omaha, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Until the cops show up and then, mm-hmm. yeah, they tell you not to. Because I think it's like they could sell them. I, they can, yeah. I think uh, Warner Park has a nice display. They do. If I remember mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I, last year, I stood in our garage and watched them. The fireworks at mm-hmm. Warner Park there where, the, it was cold. where the Storm Chasers play. Yeah, so yeah. we had the door open with our winter coats on and mm. watched the fireworks display. Nice. Let's talk about New Year's then. What's what's your uh, what's your resolution? Mm. I got one this year. You do. Well, I why do. don't you start I off because I have nothing. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to shock everyone with this one. Okay. Oh. Okay. My New Year's resolution is to not wear my hat every day. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't know huh. because I get tired of having to match my hat with the shirt that I'm wearing. <laughs> I'm getting to the point where like where like there are people like like Steve Jobs or whoever who just like wore the same clothes every yeah, day because they, they didn't want to decide. Yeah, I don't want to decide anymore. I'm old. I don't want to decide. Oh. I'm pushing fifty. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't. It's just another thing. I'm not impressing anybody anymore. I don't really care. Yeah, it's true. I just want to be comfortable, and yeah. so yeah. So I don't want to have to match hat to shirt. But isn't or, doesn't that make it so you don't have to comb your hair? Yes, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cut my hair shorter. Oh, yeah, I'm just gonna cut. <laughs> You've my already hair thought shorter. about this. I see. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, what's your New Year's resolution? Well, let's see. It's not gonna be be healthier or drink less or any of those, those standards. Are all, those are all bullshit. Those are boring. Yeah. So mm-hmm. boring. I'm gonna go to the gym. Yeah, everybody does that for a month, you know, and yeah. then it's over. Um, Boy, what is mine going to be? I think I, I like to be creative. Okay. I don't always have a lot of outlets for it, but mm-hmm. I do a lot of different things. Uh, and this year, I think I want to make um, something daily, like an affirmation or a stick drawing or something or that I can uh, mm-hmm. put out thoughts that I have in my brain on a piece of paper. Every maybe, day. Maybe like journaling or mm-hmm. I don't know, but something where I can commit to it every day. And then after about two weeks, it's habit and you just do it automatically that's my the one second every day that i record mm-hmm. right i've been doing that for probably five years now there you go it's a part of my day now i think okay what's my highlight what do i believe is the highlight of my day like yeah. i recorded that earlier today when we were recording this is you know what's what's the highlight going to be i mm-hmm. believe it's going to be this so I yeah love that. so that's what i'm going for all right cool. I, here's the thing i think you should because it is very um it, it's very cathartic for me it's very, uh, I can go back and look and I can remember, oh, I, I did do that. Or this is, is kids, whatever, family. Like, mm-hmm. I can go back and like, I've especially gotten very deliberate about that with family. Like, I want to remember this. I remember this person as he is right now mm-hmm. or she is right now because this is this is great. Yeah. That's what that does for okay. me. So, well, that sounds good. I encourage you to do that. Excellent. Ashley? Cool. Oh, boy. Um New Year's resolution. I guess I already go to the gym a lot, so there's that. Uh, maybe bragger. just <laughs> what a bragger! Mm-hmm. I totally am healthy. Shut I, up! Oh, I love it, you guys. Going to the gym <laughs> feels so good. What's your favorite thing at the gym? I always start with like ten to twenty minutes of cardio, and then I really do love benching and stuff. I say weights, I bet weights. Yeah. I, I I do love it, but I've changed up my uh, gym routine quite a bit like different leg days and arm days and 
Wait, she's such a drummer. Like, I love right? it. I mean, oh, it's man. just like, yeah. I totally have to go for weights. That's a workout, though. Yeah, it is. That's um, why I don't do any of it. No, thanks. <laughs> New Year's resolution. I guess maybe just make sure to make some more time for myself and to spend that time with the dogs and Rob because I like to take on a lot of different projects where I just get really overwhelmed and I need to stop doing that. Mm. So it's easier said than done. It is. It no, totally is. Maybe make more art for myself instead of like commissions. I don't know. Just things for myself. Sure. When was the last time you made something that was just for you? Uh oh, see she didn't answer mm, it right see? away. I, then that's a good resolution right there. Yeah. yeah. That's then there's time is important. That, right? You can't get it yes. anywhere else. So I do have a painting that, well, we're recording this before Christmas. So, but mm. I have a commission I need to get done before Christmas. Oh. I haven't started it yet because I haven't had time. Oh boy. That's go. stressful. Yeah. Right? It's okay. I wish I could make art. I, I and cannot. you will. You're, you're going to start making mm. art or writing Something. every day. Yeah, I can write. I just can't, I can't mm. draw or paint or Don't compare yourself like to that. other people though. Whatever expresses You're, yourself, yeah. right? I mean, I think that's what's important. You know what mm-hmm. actually expresses myself pretty well, I think, mm. is my weekly playlist that I do. I think you're there 100% you right. That that could be considered art in and yeah. of itself. And I think the way that I curate it, because it's all stuff I'm mm-hmm. actively listening to. I'm not just looking for stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like stuff I've listened to throughout the week, and then mm-hmm. I put it together in one hour. Yep. And it has to be in an hour specifically. And I lay out the songs in a specific way. And uh, like you were talking about, I can hear a song and remember exactly what I did that day mm-hmm. when I heard that song. Yep. Which is, I don't know if that's weird, but it happens to me. I, because I like music's it. that important to mm-hmm. you, so it has that connection in your brain. Yeah, I had like, I got the uh, Spotify list the other day. Yeah. You know, like it comes your stats out and whatever. It was like almost 160,000. Nice. I and, love that. Oh, so a lot. That's a lot. I, did you see my list? I posted my list. Uh-uh. I was really surprised. My top five out, al- my top five artists that I listened mm-hmm. to. Uh, it was really, really bizarre. Number one was the Jayhawks, which doesn't surprise yeah, me at all. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah. Number two was Band of Horses, which, okay, that, yeah. that doesn't surprise me either. Number three was Queensryche, which, uh, okay, <laughs> fine. Sure. I mean, maybe I gravitate back towards them or whatever at, at times or whatever. And then four was Pink Floyd and five was Tool. And nice. it just, that, that all kind of makes sense to me. With Queensryche at number three was mm-hmm. shocking. Mine, I don't feel was accurate at all. No? No. There were there were songs mixed into mine that I thought, where did this come from? It had to mm-hmm. come up just on playlists as I kind of just let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our friend from Stealing Ocean showed up on uh, oh, nice. number six on my list. Nice. Yeah, on my, I was pretty happy about That's that. Awesome. So I sent him a message on uh, on Facebook. I'm like, hey, look what happened here. So nice. That's cool. I awesome. like I like that you curate your playlists in a certain way because like people don't really listen to CDs anymore. You know, no, they right. just they just go to Spotify, listen to a song that they want to yeah. listen to. But like putting albums together wasn't art. And I remember, I don't remember who I was talking to about this, but they were saying when you're listening to an album, you're listening to the way an artist wants you to hear it. You know, there's a way. Yeah, it's on purpose for sure. Yeah, Yeah. that the songs transition. And when you just go stream it online, you do miss out on that. Unless you listen to the album front to back online. That's what I do. I I do that. Because I'm old. Yeah. No, I do that often. That's how I do it. I love CDs. I'm an advocate for CDs. I hate that cars these days don't have CD players. I was so happy that mine does. (laughs) I have uh, recently, within the past year, gotten back into vinyl. 
and especially like Walmart has all kinds of vinyl or whatever. And so I've been buying those. They said to say like 15 bucks or whatever. So I'm just buying stuff on vinyl and listening to it again on vinyl. It's little crackles in there and stuff. I got 600 vinyls, I think right now. (laughs) And it's, it's an appointment. You have to decide you're going to listen to Mm -hmm. it. Right. And that's why I like it because you have to pay attention to the music. Mm -hmm. Uh, I picked up the Simon and Garfunkel and I listened to that all the way through. Oh my goodness. There's there. so many good songs there in there. Good. Magical. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, untapped. Uh, you'll be surprised. Only 106 check-ins. So this might have been pretty limited. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you've got wax on it, yeah, that's usually a good indicator that this isn't just coming off the line. Mm-hmm. One hundred and six check-ins. Where do you think we land? Uh, they actually call it they call it ODB, Wild ODB. Yeah, because uh, ODB is their golden whatever. Yeah, beer I think so. Or Debligrique. Don't even know. Or de bleak? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe. Interesting. Or old dirty bastard. Depends on where you are. ODB. From. Right. Yep. Yep. Oh, Rest in R. peace. R. Is he dead? Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. He's ODB been dead a long time. Yeah. Anyway, where do you think we end up on uh, on this one? Uh, I'm going to say 3.64. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not crazy about it, but I feel like the the limited amount of people that were getting this are people that are into this kind of thing. Smart. I don't know, 3.8? Higher? 3.66. Okay. Yeah, you were, I mean, you were close. You were, yeah. You were two tenths off. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah, you were two tenths off. Super close. No, it's two tens, hundreds. Yeah. No, no, that's tens. That's tens. Yeah. (laughs) I was, yeah, I was right there. Yeah. Uh, Oh, boy. It was, it was interesting. It was different. I don't think we've ever had anything like that before. Not like that. That that was one of the reasons I I decided to bring it, mm-hmm. and I've been keeping it uh, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something you would share at a New Year's gathering, right? Something like here's something different that you've never had before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, it's not overpowering. It's not too sweet. It's not super boozy. Mm-hmm. Kind of just hits the right notes. And if you had some food, you know, some snacks or some nibbles mm-hmm. or whatever, <laughs> oh, nibbles, uh, then it would be great. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so over the next couple of weeks, I think we're going to, I think we're going to clean out the beer fridge again. I think Dolan hasn't confirmed this yet. Uh, but I think, I believe we're going to have at least one episode of cleaning out the beer fridge. Okay. Uh, I was just down in Nashville recently, went to Southern Grist. I think I'm going to bring some of those beers back. Uh, there's a, there's a, uh, cereal flavored one that I intentionally stayed away from because I want to try it here. So, okay. uh, maybe we'll talk about some fruit and breakfast cereals. I don't know, but, uh, and then... Maybe I've been catching up on our. I've been listening to these on the way to work. We still haven't done. We've done one stout. I believe next week is a stout. You've been pleading for stouts. Please, can we can we do some stouts? <laughs> that, Are you yeah. serious? It's cold outside. Yep. I want to do some stouts. I I agree with you. I right. stouts. Well, let's see what we can do. Dolan, when you come back, bring mm-hmm. some stouts. Bring some stouts. Bring some stouts. Until then, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another non-stout. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.